Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. <laughs> hey guys. Hi everyone. Brian Davis and Denny Suplee here from Spark Rental. Yes, yes. Um, Brian, I forget what you talked about last week, so why don't you start with that? (laughs) Well, well, so Denny was camping last week. Uh, I was holding down the fort by myself. So I talked about ways to diversify your real estate investments because, let's face it, real estate is expensive, right? I mean, you know, even even if you go out and borrow a mortgage to buy a property and and leverage other people's money, you're still looking at tens of thousands of dollars typically in down payments and closing costs. So we talked about some easy ways that investors can diversify their real estate investments last week. And by we, I mean me. (laughs) Not me. Um, But but this this week, I am. And this week, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic. Um, Ways to persuade a skeptical spouse. Try saying that a few times. (laughs) Um, To invest in real estate so that it's a joint effort. So let's let's jump right in here, Brian. Why don't you tell us? Was Katie always right in there with this? (laughs) Absolutely not. In fact, she's she's still a little skeptical about real estate, uh, even though you know real estate has has treated us pretty well. But no, I mean she has always been skeptical about real estate ever since hearing some of my horror stories from when I first got started in real estate investing. And I, I did lose quite a bit of money. You know, as a as a young man in my mid-20s, I ran out and bought a whole bunch of, of properties right at the peak of Which the bubble make- in 2007 and 2008. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I just, and I totally messed up. <laughs> and, you know, it's, they were expensive lessons, but I think that's really the right way of looking at it is as lessons, you know, so those losses, I consider tuition, you know, those were, that was the cost of my education. Right. And, you know, one of the reasons why Denny and I are, are so big on education, especially free education is to help you guys avoid <laughs> paying that same tuition that, uh, that, that we paid early in our careers. Uh, so anyway, that's a long way to answer your question, but no, she was not always on board with real estate investing to learn yeah and what, what about you has, was jerry has he always been interested in real estate and supportive awesome well i wasn't going to say awesome but it's not awesome <laughs> he <laughs> has been supportive and i think it's because i've been involved in it forever but um i'm i know there were times where he was so he has been supportive of your real estate investment so that's it's good to hear yes for the most part yeah, I've been lucky there. As long That's as I good. can show him it works, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there are times yeah. where uh, he's had his moments. So, Brian, can you tell us what, um, what, what, how did you do it? How were some ways that um, you were able to bring Katie around? Well, I mean, it starts with 
communicating a, a, a shared vision and bringing your spouse into that vision. So for me, the, the first thing is just sitting down with your spouse and openly talking about your financial goals and making sure that those goals are in alignment. So you can do things like create a vision board together. And again, mm-hmm. things like that, it should be done together. It should not be one person creating the vision board and then trying to push that vision on the other person. It really needs to be a collaborative process. You need to talk through your shared financial goals because ultimately when you get married, you normally blend your, your finances. So you have to have right. a shared financial vision. And yeah, grab some wine, right? Yeah. Grab some wine. And- <laughs> Why not? Yes. I mean, you know, have some fun with it. This is, this is not supposed to be the, the scary or the, the miserable part of this. This is, this is the fun part. And you want to bring your spouse into that, that vision and, and have them consider this fun and exciting too. And to me, the most important thing is reframing the conversation around real estate investing away from an expense and a risk and into an investment to build wealth and to build passive income. Because your partner, if they are reluctant, it's probably because they are viewing this as a big risk, as a big expense. Right. You know, so you're saying, oh, we're going to go out and we're going to use real estate to build wealth. And what they're thinking is, oh, you're going to go out and take $20,000 of our money and and put it on the line. So they <laughs> they are viewing this whole conversation right. very differently than you are. So you need to reframe that conversation away from an expense and into an investment to so build you your wealth, build your passive income. So what you very important. What's that, Danny? Would you say that you would definitely have to listen to each other's fears? You can, that you should definitely listen attentively to the fears instead of discounting. I know a lot of people will hear fear and be like, no, 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 you're crazy. It's not going to work out that way, where I think it's probably a better approach to, to listen because they are, they're real. The fears are real. A hundred percent. And your partner is not going to listen to you if they don't feel heard themselves. So the first thing you need to do is listen to their objections, listen to their fears. And you can, you can then uh, approach or you, know, you can uh, uh, counter those objections and talk about those fears. But the first thing you need to do is acknowledge them and make sure that your partner feels heard about those fears. Right. So once, yeah. And then at that point you can start getting your partner excited about real estate. You know, once you have addressed some of their their fears, you can start doing things like talking about risk mitigation, like um, buying rent default insurance. You know, so if, if your partner says, well, what if the tenants don't pay the rent? You say, well, it's a good thing we can buy rent default insurance. So the insurance kicks in mm-hmm. and starts paying the rent if the tenants stop. So things like that, you can right. address all of these different fears and risks in a, a methodical way, but you have to take them seriously first. Uh, and then you can start getting them excited about looking at different properties, running the numbers with your partner. And again, that should be done with your partner. It should be collaborative process. You can use a, a, a rental ROI calculator to run the numbers on a potential property or many potential properties, hopefully. And we do have a free one of those you can use. And start working on creating an investment plan together. But it does your partner does need to feel like they are a part of that process. Absolutely. Definitely. You have to be together on this. 
And make it, yeah, and then, again, when you're looking at the properties, look at them together, run the numbers together so that you both are learning together, like this works, this doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they should ideally be learning alongside you. Yeah, you want them to be learning alongside you, um, not just you kind of running with this by yourself and leaving them out of the conversation. So you can also create contingency plans with your spouse. And we touched on this a minute ago, but you know, thing, ways to address their fears. I mean, address these systematically as part of your investing plan, as part of your investing strategy. So using rental ROI calculators, that's a good start to, to show objective numbers. But you also want to uh, set up backup plans, right? Contingency plans in case something does go wrong. So if your partner really digs their heels in and does not want to invest any money, can say, all right, well, what if we use some of my savings first, you know, some of the money that I've set aside so that that is, you know, what's technically on the line, you know, that's what's invested. Uh, and you can do things like show them, explain to them how house hacking works, or you can explain how you can mitigate risks through yes. uh, aggressive tenant screening and protective legal contracts. And, you know, we're big on uh, landlord protective lease agreements and there, there are a whole series of ways that you can protect yourself and your investment and mitigate those risks. Additionally, would you say connecting with other... Do you not hear me? <laughs> uh, you, you, you froze up What there do you think about connecting to other couples that do this? Yeah, I mean, the more I think we're both people... The, the more people that your, uh, your wife sees around you guys investing in real estate, the more excited that they'll get about it. So, you know, you can do things like go to real estate investing club meetings together. Uh, you can go out for a happy hour with other couples that are involved in real estate investing, other people who share similar life goals like financial independence and retiring early. Uh, but yeah, bringing in that social component in it will show your spouse that this is not a, a fringe thing. You know, this is, this is not something... Uh, for a, a small community, but this is something that anyone can do. And a lot of people do across the U S uh, it's a mainstream thing. So yeah, definitely right. bring, show some social proof as they say in the marketing world. And what about, um, you know, you're going to save money, right? That's the idea. You want to try to cut down spending and stuff. And how do you talk a spouse into that who likes to spend actually like, <laughs> that is that's harder <laughs> that's tricky and I, i've lived through that myself uh you know katie katie likes to uh to live a a nicer lifestyle shall we say <laughs> by the most diplomatic way i can put that um but you know that has actually over the last few years we've we've come into some more alignment with that for one thing we have gotten better at sitting down and talking about money and talking about our shared financial goals because, you know, for a long time I had different long-term financial goals than Katie did. So we both plan on working indefinitely and her attitude was, well, if I'm going to work until my sixties or seventies anyway, you know, why can't, why shouldn't I enjoy myself now and, and treat myself? Um, I, for, and I am interested in financial independence and reaching financial independence at a young age, even though I still plan to continue working. But, you know, as I brought her in and started showing her some of the, uh, the math behind building wealth and how much faster we can build wealth, the higher savings rate, and by cutting some of our expenses, 
and some of the things that that will enable in our lifestyle uh, and for our our children. We're one child singular right now, <laughs> but uh, you know she she warmed up to that as we as I brought her into more of the the long term vision of what we want for our finances. And then you can scale it back to the nuts and bolts of how to actually get there. Right. So as you can see, it's possible to definitely um, get on board, have, have both, both parties be on board um, to the real estate investing adventure. Um, and it's, I think that it, it's kind of cool when you do it together. You know, I mean, I can only speak for my husband and I. There are certain properties we'll discuss and we'll even like dream about. And like our next venture is going to be, I want to go for the vacation spot area. And I want to try to, um, I don't know why I'm a glutton for punishment, I think. But <laughs> I want that. But we've been actually um, kind of excited and looking at the different properties. So it can be, it can be fun, you know. I don't think it needs to be all work and it's a benefit for your future. So it's like, kind of, it could be a win-win. Absolutely. And one final thought on that point is that things, things got better between my wife and, and me when it came to our shared financial vision and our personal finances. When I started sending her monthly reports about our progress towards financial independence, toward building idea. wealth. So, you know, there are, there are three main numbers that I think everyone should be tracking every single month. And the first one of those is your investable net worth. So, you know, the, the net total of your, your assets and your wealth. Uh, the second is your savings rate, the, the percentage of your income that you are putting towards savings and investments each month. And the third number is your fire ratio, which is the percentage of your living expenses that you can cover with passive income from your investments. Now, you know, there's a million other numbers you can use to gauge your, your progress as you build wealth. But to me, those are the three most important numbers. And when I started showing Katie every single month some of our financial progress and made it tangible for her how we were building wealth because she wasn't going out to spas as often or staying at five-star hotels, it, it, it made it much more real for her and much more tangible. And she's like, oh, wow, we really are building wealth much faster. So... It, it again helped bring her into you know a shared sense of, of vision and of mission right. and where we want to, both want to go. And we have a, a comment here from Tim Dooley who says, "My challenge is that I'm the one who financially is making it happen. My fiance is fence sitting, although she witnessed me showing wealth income that allows her to live in a townhouse for half than it would be uh, than it would if she were in her on her own." Um, so yeah, I mean, it, uh, it is tricky to, to bring your, your spouse on board with this. Um, and yeah, to me, it just, it helps when you sit down and make sure that you both have, are in alignment for where you want to go. Because if, if one person wants to, wants a very different destination than the other person wants, you're going to struggle. So like Danny said, you know, sitting down over a bottle of wine and talking through what you want your life to look like in you five also, years, I think 10 years, have, 15 years helps. What's that, I Danny? think there's a different approach to according to personalities. You know, you have the, the numbers, 
I think the approach between different people, I think we have to take that into consideration. You know, like you're a numbers guy, Brian, and maybe your wife wants to see uh, some of the other parts of it that might be more appealing. So I think it's important to see, like Tim, maybe your wife would be more appealed to you know, maybe looking at the different properties um, and maybe you're the numbers guy or, or whatever, but this way you can at least come together on some points in the, in the venture. Absolutely. Uh, well, Denny, is there anything else you want to touch on with this topic before we wrap it up for the day? Just that we are putting a link to an article that Brian wrote just about this. Um, that's quite helpful. I just put it in the chat and that's about it. Just send us those subjects that you want to discuss um brian did you want to say anything about our podcast <laughs> we will be starting to release this as a podcast each week uh so keep an eye out for that on sparkrunnel.com on itunes on stitcher wherever you get your podcasts and um yeah but we will continue to broadcast these live as well so they will continue to be unpolished <laughs> uh, but also interactive so you can ask us questions in real time here uh, we do want this to be about you guys too uh, not just you know, us recording this in private and then putting it out there as a, as a one-way conversation. So on that note, have a great rest of your week, you guys. Let us know what you want to hear about next week and we will see you on the flip side. (laughs) See you later. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side.